Peace, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Behold Pop Culture, the show where we take a look at some prominent people, figures, and events in pop culture today and in the past, and try and see what lessons we could take away from them. Today, the date of this recording is Friday, November the 20th, and we've had a pretty interesting week with a few different things. For one, here in New York, the weather has been great. It shot up from 30 degrees to 50 degrees to 60 degrees now, which is pretty impressive at this time of year. We're nearing the end of the year. There hasn't been any snow yet. For most people, this is going to be Thanksgiving break. Hopefully everyone's being responsible, but it'll be a good time to take a break from all of the hectic events that have been going on throughout this year and just relax with family. Take a break from work, school, anything that might have been occupying your headspace more than you wanted it to be. So I hope that everyone takes that time to enjoy themselves, relax, get mentally prepared for the end of the year, taking good care of your physical and mental health. And with that being said, we could dive right in with what has been an eventful week, at least for the NBA. The long-delayed first virtual draft took place on Wednesday, and it went a lot more smoothly than many people anticipated. Now, it's not as exciting as the hundreds of thousands of rookies that have walked across the stage and shook the commissioner of the NBA's hand, but they did all they could to simulate it. They sent all of these advanced setups to their houses so that they could be there with their families, have the cameras on them, and celebrate, cry if they needed to, once they found out what team they were going to be a part of for at least the next couple years. So the three main players coming out the draft were the top three picks. The three picks that no one knew for sure what order they would come in. But I would say that they came in the most expected fashion that could have resulted. So with the first pick in the 2020 NBA draft, the Minnesota Timberwolves selected Anthony Edwards out of Georgia, a D. Wade-like player whose only real questions came from his motivation. He has the athleticism, the ability to shoot, He looks like he could develop into a great defender. He plays shooting guard, a little undersized, but again, with the D-Wade comparison, he has Hall of Fame potential. If he could lock in and be a truly motivated player, that could be a phenomenal addition to the team that already got the dual threat of point guard D'Angelo Russell and one of the best big men in the league, one of the best shooting big men of all time, Carl Anthony Towns. With the second pick in the 2020 NBA draft, the Golden State Warriors selected James Wiseman, by far the best big man in this draft class, with his questions coming from being slightly undersized physically and not having as much college tape. But based on what we've seen from him in high school, based on what the workouts resulted in, It seems like he can contribute on a championship team. It remains to be seen whether he has all-star, all-NBA potential, 
but at bare minimum, he can deliver solid defense and rebounding for the team and occasionally give a burst of scoring. Unfortunately for the Golden State Warriors on this same night, it was discovered that Klay Thompson, phenomenal shooting guard, one of the greatest shooting players in NBA history, who had been about 400 to 500 days removed from playing in an NBA game after going down with an injury in the NBA Finals, tore his Achilles, one of the most devastating injuries in all of sports. And just when it seemed like he would be gearing up for another title run, Klay Thompson will have to remain on his couch watching, supporting his team from the sidelines in what truly was a tragic event. I hope that everything goes well for him. This is going to be a tough road to come back from, to be frank. But if he can, it would be such a tremendous comeback story. And on the flip side, if he decided to hang it up, outside of the Warriors fans that are begging him to come back, I would not at all fault him. This is a tough scenario to come back from. It's 800 days. Assuming this takes him a year to recover, it would be 800 days being removed from playing in an NBA game, something that we've rarely seen someone come back from and be efficient. I hope all goes well with him. It's been an honor to watch him at his peak. And moving on from that, we can conclude the draft section a bit by announcing that with the third pick in the 2020 NBA draft, the Charlotte Hornets selected LaMelo Ball, the reality star who just a few years ago, his older brother was drafted and a story that was led by all sorts of controversy with his father, LeVar Ball, propping him up as if he was the next Michael Jordan. He did so much talking to raise his older brother Lonzo Ball's draft stock that the hype was out of this world. Now, Lonzo Ball hasn't been horrible, but he hasn't been the second coming by any means. But his younger brother, LeVar Ball, the father of the family, took him out of high school, sent him overseas to play, and he's been playing internationally ever since. So now with no college experience, but a solid amount of professional experience internationally, LaMelo Ball ends up being the third pick in the draft and is expected to be a phenomenal talent, possessing many of the intangibles that you can't get without having years' worth of professional time playing. So it remains to be seen what his prospects will be with the concerns being his, him being physically a little undersized, his shot still being somewhat questionable. But the Charlotte Hornets will put him in a position to be as successful as his potential dictates. And those were the main three prospects coming out of the draft that people had their eyes on. As a Knicks fan, I'm content with our pick in Obi Toppin, the hometown hero. He will be what Carmelo Anthony was to us if he can be a great player. But other than that, the NBA draft was rather pedestrian. There was some great talent that was taken. A lot of teams are trying to change their narratives with these new players. A lot of people slipped. 
pretty far down. There was some great talent drafted in the late 20s. But other than that, the NBA news has been dominated by the free agency. As we neared the free agency opening, which opens today on Friday, there was a lot of news going on about who would be traded, who would be signed, who's switching teams. And the first big move that was made was the Milwaukee Bucks acquiring star guard Drew Holiday, an underrated player, one of the best defenders at his position. As the Bucks are stockpiling players to give Giannis Antetokounmpo the former NBA MVP, as many chances as possible to win a championship. The reports out of their camps was suggesting that he didn't feel like the team they had was enough to compete with teams like the defending Lakers, and now they're just acquiring the best talent available at the sacrifice of some future draft picks and depth in order to gear up to win while he's in his prime. Chris Paul signed with the Phoenix Suns with an expected move. It was rumored for a while, but now the Phoenix Suns look like they could be competing in the West. Teams are getting ready for this next year as they don't feel like the Lakers are so dominant that it will be difficult for them to compete. Yes, LeBron James is one of the greatest players of all time. Anthony Davis is also a top five player in the league. But there's been questions about the Lakers' depth, and many teams feel like rather than trying to outstar them, which is a futile mission because you're not going to be able to compile two players that compete with LeBron and Anthony Davis, teams feel like they can outscheme them by having deeper talent. Teams like the Philadelphia 76ers are looking to completely shake up their roster by acquiring more shooters and changing their whole strategy. And overall, I think that these NBA GMs who have kind of been tucked away during the whole quarantine situation are ready to pull the trigger on some moves and we'll be seeing a lot of players in new cities. So until those moves are announced, we can just transition here to the NFL side of the sports, where we had a week with one of the most eventful plays of the year. The Buffalo Bills were taking on the Arizona Cardinals. The Cardinals led by quarterback, sophomore quarterback Kyler Murray, a player who could have been a top pick in both the NFL and baseball. He's been leading his team with somewhat of an MVP campaign as he took on Buffalo Bills quarterback Josh Allen, who's been leading his own MVP campaign of sorts as both teams collided. And at the end of the game, with three minutes left, the Buffalo Bills drive down the field and one of the best route runners in the league and Stefan Diggs makes a smooth cut Sprints towards the end zone with a defender right on his back. And quarterback Josh Allen delivered the smoothest pass right into his hands. As he just barely caught it in the end zone to put his team up at the end of the game. He comes up, he celebrates, he yells, that's why they pay me the big bucks. Stefan Diggs just exuding excitement. 
as he made what appeared to be the game-winning play. But alas, the Arizona Cardinals get the ball with just about a minute left. Kyler Murray makes some plays to move them up the field, but it's not enough. There's about 50 to 60 yards of distance between them and the end zone. They only can get one more playoff in the game. And their superstar receiver, DeAndre Hopkins, who many regard as the best receiver in the league, someone who was tethered to a horrible team, but this year was moved to a much better one. He runs down the field. And he's in the end zone with what seems to be four defenders right on top of him. Kyler Murray sprints out of the pocket. He's almost out of bounds with defenders sprinting right at him to sack him. And he throws it up. And in a moment that seems like the ball is just floating in the air, he threw it just like a baseball. It comes down. The four defenders are right there, and wide receiver DeAndre Hopkins leaps up in the air with his Jordan gloves and rips the ball down. With four defenders on him, comes down with the ball, touchdown, game over. And the Arizona Cardinals escape with an absolutely blockbuster catch to win the game. It further cemented Kyler Murray's MVP campaign. It further cemented DeAndre Hopkins being a clear top talent in the league. And it left the Buffalo Bills with some sad faces going home. And that was the main event that took place this weekend. The other NFL games were somewhat predictable as the main teams won. The Pittsburgh Steelers continue to dominate. They're still undefeated in the league. The Seahawks are sputtering a little bit as star quarterback Russell Wilson can only take them so far. And the downward-trending Patriots somehow stole a win off the defending MVP Lamar Jackson in hurricane weather. The rain was pouring, the wind was flying, they could barely pass the ball. But they snuck away with the win, led by Cam Newton, a player who I've done a prior podcast on. And that concludes the sports section of the podcast where we can move on to music where The only notable project that I reported on last week, to me, was the Little Uzi and Future project, Pluto x Baby Pluto. They delivered some solid songs. It wasn't a concept album. They even delivered a deluxe version. It was somewhat of a compilation of some strong trap songs where Little Uzi and Future displayed their strong chemistry. So I recommend that project for mainly just future and little Uzi fans. It's not something I would recommend to real people in. I still would recommend some of their solo projects for that. But if you're a fan of future, little Uzi, or both, I believe you will be satisfied with this project. There's about 24 songs on the final version. 
there wasn't a standout song that I felt eclipsed the whole album. It was just an entire project of solid songs. So I would recommend that album. But other than that, this week has been a little bit more eventful with some of the releases being Meg Thee Stallion releasing her project Good News. I'm hearing that there was a diss on there that she rapped over the infamous beat from the song by Notorious B.I.G. Who Shot Ya. I'm hearing that it was a solid album. I have to check it out for myself. Jeezy, who's capitalizing off of what appeared to be quite an eventful versus battle between him and Gucci Mane as they went back and forth dissing each other. It was a bizarre experience as Jeezy and Gucci Mane, two people known for having a famous beef, were in the same room insulting each other, going back to back with songs. And I felt like it was something that they shouldn't have done. It was, I would have liked it to have been more of an event promoting peace outside of them just dapping each other up at the end of the battle. I would have preferred them to piece things together. But that aside, Jeezy released a new album called The Recession 2. St. John, a little bit more of a niche artist, released a new album called While the World Was Burning. And Meek Mill dropped a project, a little EP called The Quarantine Pack. I'll definitely be checking these out to give you my opinion for the next podcast. And there was even a release on Monday, I believe, by Russ with his EP Chomp. So I'll have some music to hold me down for the next week as I check these projects out. Other than that, I've been seeing the music industry has been somewhat fighting over the attention battle, the ever-long battle for all of these apps with social media and music apps, so how can they keep you on their apps for as long as possible? I'm seeing the Amazon Music app, a lesser-known app, something that I don't personally know many people who use. Is trying to implement interactive experiences where you can see the behind the scenes while you're listening to the songs, answer trivia questions. It's some interesting implementations that I'll be keeping my eye out on. And I wonder what you think. Is that something you could envision yourself using? Going on Apple Music, Spotify, and while you're listening to a song, answering some trivia, finding out more about how the song was recorded, who was in the studio, just some general knowledge on what took place with the development of a project, who an artist is, or what the song is like. If you could envision that, then you might be a little more excited about what's to come with these apps as they try to figure out ways to create a better experience for you. And with that being said, we can move on to the gaming section of the podcast. And I'll preface by saying in the film news, there is some growing steam around Kevin Hart's new comedy special, Zero F's Given. I will be checking that out and giving a little bit of a report on that on the next episode of this podcast. Just because I'm a stand-up comedy fan and I'd like to speak to you if you are as well. Kevin Hart has been statistically the biggest comedian of all time. And anytime he releases a special, is going to demand some attention. But on the gaming side of things, the next-gen news is dying down a little bit as people are settling in. 
The internet bots are still dominating as people are struggling to get their hands on these consoles. They're trying to get more efficient with the releases outside of Walmart that has maintained the same strategy, but Sony themselves with PlayStation Direct has released on random times to somewhat get ahead of the bots, but it's still been impossible as you're competing with millions of people at the end of the day. But other than that, the gaming news has been just settling in with the Spider-Man game that's been receiving great reviews. NBA 2K has, I wouldn't say it disappointed, but it hasn't done anything to jump out the gym news-wise. And games are about to come out for Black Friday and Christmas, so that'll be when the new game, official game news will be coming out and we could report a little bit on that. But in some rather interesting news, the popular game amongst younger people, Roblox, has decided to file for an IPO for those unfamiliar. In layman's term, that just means that Roblox will now be publicly traded. So you can buy or sell stock in Roblox if you believe in that company. Apparently, it's had one of the best quarters ever for that company. It's been around for a while. I was even playing Roblox when I was younger. And with the pandemic, it's exploded in value. Its profits are through the roof. And it's competing with a lot of MMO games, multiplayer games, with having such a large user base and developing graphically, just introducing new implementations for the game. And I find it interesting because that's the first game that I can recall doing something to this extent. When I think of games that could do something similar, I think of Fortnite, Call of Duty, League of Legends, just popular multiplayer games. But again, these games that I just mentioned are owned by studios, Blizzard, Activision. So you can get a piece of the pie, but it's somewhat diluted by being part of a major studio. Roblox here appears to be on their own in their IPO, and you can directly gauge their stock by how you believe the company is doing strictly from the game. So I find that to be interesting. I know from what I've seen that it's a very popular game, and I might be interested in exploring the stock prospects of it, but if you're into stocks, or if you're just interested in finding out more about the way the industry is moving, this could be a staple for the future of investments involving the gaming industry. So we'll see how that stock performs. They recently had a concert with Little Nas X, similar to what Fortnite did with Travis Scott. They're making moves to make this IPO as big as possible. And we'll see if it was worth it in the end. But other than that, the topics on the gaming side are gearing towards what the future will be, what the technology will develop into. And I find that I will be able to speak a little bit more on this in the coming weeks as companies gauge what the future will be based on the results from next-gen games. And that's all I have to say there. So with that being said, thank you for listening. I appreciate you taking out your time. Please let me know what you think. I love hearing good news, bad news, constructive criticism, anything. 
that can make listening to this podcast a better experience for you. So thank you again for your time. And I hope you have a good Thanksgiving. Whether you celebrate it or not, just having time to speak to family, maybe touch base with people you haven't spoken to in a while. And I'll talk to you next time. This is Behold Pop Culture.